is Market Open Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations and insights from leading ASX-listed companies. We welcome our host, Stuart Walters, for another episode, where he'll talk to the individuals behind Australia's top companies of tomorrow. Joining me today is Brian Johnson, the chairman of Antilles Gold, ASX Code AAU. Antilles Gold is the first mover in Cuba's emerging mining sector. And after a busy 2023, it's great to have Brian with us today to look forward to 2024. Brian, welcome to Market Open Podcast. Hi, Stuart. Nice to be speaking to you this morning. I know you've got a busy year ahead, but what are the goals for Antilles in 2024? Uh, We've got three primary uh, aims or objectives for this year. Um, The first revolves around getting the Nervous Abada gold mine under construction. Uh, that's a property that's held in a joint 50-50 joint venture with the government's uh, mining company, Geomera, Madeira in Cuba. Um, the steps to getting that underway mid-year is firstly to finalise the MRE and uh, well, the drilling's finished. The MRE will be published in this month, actually. Uh, the scoping study next month. Uh, the definitive feasibility study will be wrapped up then by May, May, June, and that lets us get going with construction mid this year. So that's our primary or first objective. Um, the second is to bring the La Dema Agua project along to a point where it's development ready by the end of this year. Um, that project has been expanded recently to include a um, three-stage roaster and CIL plant to produce Doray. So the project has been delayed a little while test work is going on. But again, scoping study mid-year, DFS uh, September of this year, and project being development ready soon thereafter. And that again, that project's held in the same joint venture with uh, Nervous Sabata. And the third primary thing is to get a recommence, I should really say, the drilling on the LPLR Porphyry deposit, copper porphyry deposit, sorry. Um, That probably won't happen until Q3 this year. We've got to negotiate uh, the terms of a a majority hold copper joint venture, which uh, I'm heading off to Nevada on Monday, in fact, to carry on with those negotiations. And as soon as that uh, joint venture agreement has has been, uh, uh, the terms of it have been agreed with our partners, and then certified or authorised, I should say, by the authorities, then the LPLR concession will be transferred to it, then we can start drilling again. This is a fairly ambitious program. How much needs to be raised to meet the program, and how will this happen? We need to uh, expend about $10 million Australian dollars on that program in, during 2024. Um, that's made up of uh, around $5 contribution to the capital structure of the joint venture company and that completes our farming effectively to a 50% level. Some of that money will be spent on bringing the Nervous Abada uh, up to point of construction, a little bit more um, work on uh, studies basically, there's about a million dollars to spend there. It's about four million to spend on the La Demahagua project, so in other words five million dollars going into the joint venture company and that'll bring those two projects along. A couple of million dollars of uh, overheads for the year. 
and an optional $3 million exploration on the copper property. So that battling uh, potentially uh, about $10 million. And uh, that's, that's fundamentally what we'll, we'll spend. Antilles Gold announced that Minera La Victoria was proceeding with a proposal to construct a concentrate processing facility for the La Demahadwia mine. Can you explain this in a bit more detail? Yeah, it's, it's fundamentally come about because the simple concept that we had originally of selling the what what will be produced as a, a gold arsenate pyrite concentrate, the market's changed over the last year or so where we can't now export that to China because of the iArsenic content rule changes and also the capacity in existing smelters around the world is, is reducing. So we didn't want to continue with the risk of getting to a decision uh, based on developing that project by selling that you know, high arsenic content concentrate. So we went, we went back and looked at various methods for oxidation of, uh, of that refractory ore prior to putting it through a CIL plan producing a gold dore instead. And we've, we've landed on uh, the concept of developing a two-stage fluidized bed roaster. A um, lot of experience in China with these units. And we've got a Chinese engineering group putting together the test work and uh, a proposal to build that plant for us. It'll cost an additional $50 million, but um, it will significantly improve the profitability, uh, quite apart from uh, bringing or de-risking the project effectively by not staring into an abyss. We don't know whether or not we'll be able to sell the, the concentrate, the high arsenic contract, so better to get that off the table. Your exploration geologist is Dr. Christian Granger. What expertise does he bring to the company? And are there any significant achievements? Well, Chris is a very talented guy. He's a graduate um, with a PhD out of uh, University of Western Australia, actually. He spent the last 25 years in Latin America, in Brazil, Colombia, primarily. He currently resides in Colombia and he is contracted to us uh, to drive our project in Cuba, which is only an hour or so's flight away. Handy for him. Um, he brings a lot of experience. He's had great success in in um, discovering uh, multi-million ounce gold deposits and significant copper properties in Colombia in particular. has a very good reputation worldwide, actually, and I know he's used by people like Sprott Capital and others as a consultant to review projects, quite apart from exploring for two or three clients, one of whom is ourselves. He's quite enthusiastic about the geology of Cuba. In fact, he approached us rather than us looking for him. He approached us in a year or so ago and said, I see you've got these properties or got potential properties. I like Cuba so much. It's got it's under underexplored. Um, and I joined you, and he's been leading the, leading the thrust ever since and uh, still as enthusiastic as ever about the potential of the properties that we've selected. And lastly, fast forward 12 months, what does a successful year look like for Antilles Gold? Well, I think I'm, I'm hoping that in the second, by the middle of the year or certainly by September when we've got one project underway and the other showing definitive feasibility study indicating its potential, that the market will start to realise our near-term potential for growth and cash flow. And uh, as a consequence, that 
our current shareholders and uh, incoming investors will be happy about the, the growth in the, the market cap of the company. And that's that, that, that will be the achievement if we uh, pull off those things that we intend to. Um, I think you'll see a great appreciation in, uh, in our share value and market cap. Brian, thanks for your time today. Exciting time ahead for Antilles Gold, and I look forward to having you on again soon to hopefully discussing some amazing results. Okay, thanks, Stuart. Thanks for having us. That concludes another episode of Market Open Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, LinkedIn, Twitter, rss.com, and marketopen.com.au. Until next time, happy investing. The content of this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not personal financial product advice. It does not address the circumstances of any individual or entity. You should not construe any of this information or other part of this material as legal tax, investment, financial or other professional advice. Market Open and its employees are not financial advisors. You should consider seeking independent, legal, financial taxation or other advice to check how any information relates to your unique circumstances. Nothing contained in this podcast constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement or offer by Market Open or any third party to buy or sell securities or other financial instruments in this or any jurisdiction in which such solicitation or offer would be unlawful under the security laws of such jurisdiction.